Today I will <clears throat> address the workings of the mind, the brain, and uh, general health. The brain is the physical organ through which the consciousness of an individual is allowed to express without the conscious awareness of the individual mind there would be no brain no nothing to come through the brain it would be empty and without the brain there can be no manifestation of the conscious awareness and mental function of the individual mind so the mind is expressed through the brain the brain constitutes what of the mind of the individual can be expressed so that if an individual uh, is in a car accident then their ability and they have brain damage then their ability to express their being becomes limited because the brain and the the entire nervous system become is if it is damaged then the ability to express through this vehicle the body mind is inhibited <clears throat> so that if an individual is born into a body which has a disease or some limitation uh, such as a condition that causes a mental retardation then the then the full capacity of that being will not be manifest the full capacity of that entitative being that has developed from lifetime to lifetime will take a very limited scope of function in that life but that is perhaps the it serves a purpose in the growth and development of that entitative being but in terms of expression into the world of form it will be limited <clears throat> as it is limited by all neurological function so the expression of an individual the expression of their consciousness is formed and communicated in this world of form through the brain and nervous system creating the expression of mind there is the mind 
that goes from life to life, which holds the basket of karma, and in that the potential of expression. That may be expressed more or less in a given form. Within the biology of this earth, there is limitation to the life of living beings. In the biology that has evolved of this planet, there is a built-in system to shut off the function of living beings. This is the aging process that eventually makes the systems break down and leads to the dissolution of the form. Otherwise, a soul would be having to live in the limitations of that form for a longer period of time. So this genetic mechanism is at play not only in human life, but in the life of most living beings upon the planet. 99% have this mechanism in play. Why? So that forms are always changing. This allows for evolution. It is an evolutionary mechanism because when there is birth of new form and deterioration of old form, and in a limited time period, then it allows for the evolution of the species. Were there no aging and uh, the, the uh, living beings lived until by some accident or malhap, malhap they perish, then that extended life would necessitate the limitation of the birth of new beings, and it would limit the speed of the evolution of the species. So it is only when species come to an advanced stage that that genetic uh, limitation that causes the aging process, the deterioration over time of the entire system, uh, ceases to be functional. Before this advanced stage, it is very functional to have the rapid evolution of species.
from the individual sanskaric karmic point of view this also is viable for in a short time an expression occurs reactions to that expression occur then the being is freed from this crude plane of existence to be again in subtle realms so the period is short the the bondage to physicality is limited the type of karma or sanskara that is requires forms that are do not degrade is a different type of karmic intention so this is a viable evolutionary solution in the process naturally every living being loves their life the body wants to continue it wants to evolve and when a living being is expressing through form they want the maximum potential of that form this comes when the full potential of the form is used physically mentally and spiritually so that there is not only the physical engagement of a moderate type but there is the uh, maintenance of good physical health for exercise good diet and good sleep all around maintenance of well-being but those three basics of physical maintenance are insufficient to keep the nervous system operational for this there needs to be mental activity mental challenges a need for mental up growth and development the more need there is to have mental acuity the more mental acuity remains intact when an individual becomes less active they are not challenging their mind they do not feel that their services are needed that their knowledge is needed they may begin to 
relax their efforts, relax their mental activity. And when that relaxes, then they may find that that mental function is not as it was. There is the natural degeneration of all organs in the body that is part of this evolutionary adaptation. But how quickly the nervous system and the brain degenerate has genetic factors, but it has environmental factors as well. And they have much to do with need. If you have a need, you put the effort and you rise to the occasion. But if you don't feel the need and you begin to relax the operation of your mind, mind begins to lose capacity. This happens even in younger people who are not impacted by aging process, but it is particularly significant when the aging process has begun. Though any aged person, you will see those people who do not, are not motivated to do very much with their life, their minds become sluggish, is it not? They don't want to learn, they don't want anything, then their minds become sluggish. If the vital force of a person becomes depressed, mind becomes sluggish, memory becomes difficult. If the mind of a person is highly stressed and they are experiencing anxiety, also memory goes down. Because they don't have mental acuity. So there is a level of uh, need that needs to be there, a level of passion, desire for mental exercise, but not overstress to the level of anxiety and stress, which deteriorate mental function. Nor can the uh, sadness and uh, low vital force that will deteriorate mental function. When prana is not strong, that will deteriorate mental function. So, in the studies, they have said that having a spiritual ideology, having a spiritual community, these things also help when there is a sense of meaning and connection to other people. 
isolation is a very destructive to the human mind and body. It is destruct because it is destructive to the human spirit, except in rare individuals who have deep spiritual connection and use their time to live with that unity of being. When there is association with that unity of being, when the living being has communion with the great, the influence of those divine forces becomes more. It actually changes the physiology of a person. The very quality of the cells changes. If a person is uh, crude in mind and body, the, the, the cellular structure and the subatomic structure of a person will be more solid. There will be more tamas. There will be uh, that solid factor will be more dominant. If a person is in the divya stage of sadhana, if they are a subtle spiritual being with communion with the divine, that communion will change the very structure of the cells in the body, all cells, including brain cells. And the sattva guna, the subtle consciousness, will be more prominent in every cell. Uh, so that the cells of the body, the actual atomic structure, the subatomic structure, is altered. The form is less dense. The mind is subtler. The spirit, the divine presence, is in the mind and body. More, it, the, it, the being is more permeable. physically as well as mentally. There are stories of these Tibetan gurus who will leave their body, uh, their bodies will turn into light and they will dissolve. Mm -hmm. Naturally these are uh, fable stories, but they hold some truth. For those who are very developed in sadhana, whose uh, subtle existences <clears throat> is extreme, at the time of death, already the body and mind have reached a stage of transparency. The, the physical form is far less physical. It is the appearance of physicality where physicality has ceased to exist. 
as my remember the physical body is according to the theories of yoga and the koshas the outermost layer of the mind and you exist within the mind of the infinite therefore the physical body is in truth a mental form within the cosmic projection and for those beings whose very essence has become entirely sattvic the physical body can alter to the point where it is a transparency of physicality rather than true physicality and at that stage that body in fact can dissolve into light for it is more resonant with light than with material structure and mind has grown in magnitude withdrawing those koshas into the supreme this is very rare and unnecessary but it can happen the more that divinity is a part of the human existence the more the grace of the infinite is felt in the body in the mind in the life the very substance of one's existence changes one feels the presence and the grace all around that communion affects the very genetics of the form for what are these genetics but an encoding a kind of program but who is the programmer these programs are not set in stone they can be rewritten but this fundamental evolutionary engagement that is called aging is difficult to rewrite because it serves a very viable purpose 
and rewriting it would shift the entire dynamic. There will come a time when human beings gain the capacity to rewrite this genetic code. and to cease to age. And there are places in this universe where this is the modality. But it is more rare because it is not functional. Even suns age, planets age. It is an evolutionary adaptation of the cosmos. If you think you are only a physical body, then it is a problem. If you know your connection to the infinite, then it is no problem. These bodies are like uh, a pair of clothing. You get up in the morning, you put them on, and when the time is right, you take them off. You have a little freedom. You wear your pajamas at night. And then you take your day clothes in the morning. It is much the same. You take off the sheath and you live in a subtler sheath. Until such a time as the urge of embodiment in physical form and the dance of creation draws you in. But who are you? What are you? You are not this body, these senses. That is your outermost sheet. You are at your core, infinite being. You exist within the mind of the dreamer, in the play of creation that is woven by the great weaver. into life. There are so many forms in which the cosmos is manifest. One life benefiting another the physical form you have is host to a variety of 
bacteria, funguses, they are part of the life cycle. There are those that harm you and those that benefit you. Regarding mushrooms, they are tamasic. They grow on the dead and decaying matter and they imbue that dead and decaying matter and so they are not of the light and of the sun. So in general their life cycle is not compatible with the human cycle. But for medicinal purposes they are a opposite and may have benefit to certain functions. Are there any questions? Yes, Baba. Namaste, Baba. Go ahead, Karina. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, thank you. Namaste, Baba. I have a very simple question for you. Um, you mentioned the word soul and the mind. Is there a difference between the soul and the mind? Very good question. Very good question. The soul is the Atman. The Atman is one with the Paramatma. Atma means uh, consciousness, aware being. And it is witnessing, it is knowing your existence. But its substantive nature is the nature of the knower of all existence, of beingness itself. The mind is when that beingness begins to be in movement. There is thought in mind. There is uh, mental activity. When the being leaves the physical form, departs from the physical form, a certain aspects of the mind continue on. All the reactions to past experiences, they remain. The intuitive mind remains. The subtle mind remains. The connection to the divine. Only part of the mind that doesn't remain is the part that is associated with manifesting through the brain and nervous system. That is the thoughts and the uh, sensory uh, uh, experience, that part of the mind and the physical body, that part of the mind falls away. But this deeper part of the mind 
and the identity of your uniqueness as a personality continues because that actions to all experience and that is your personal identity so your personal sense of you goes on grows develops from life to life taking on one one outfit taking it off taking on another outfit taking it off like this so there is a difference between the mental function that is engaged in being having an identity and taking on outfits and the pure beingness which is aware and knowing all of this yes do you see yes father and when the uh, the mind leaves the body does the soul also go with the mind yes yes the atman continues to witness uh-huh. it is an integrated whole but the atman is no different than the paramatma remember that yes. the drop yes. of water is no different than the ocean yes all right only it's in a little container that's all yeah all right yes. thank you yes girish uh thank you baba for bringing up mushrooms and reminding us that they are tamasic but i'm glad you brought it up again because there is at the moment a wave of interest in the compounds that are often carried in mushrooms and especially high school kids and college kids are especially interested and even the scientists who did research on these substances oh, 30 20 30 40 years ago and more much more they are also catching this uh interest again do you mean in psychedelic yes psychedelic substances exactly right perhaps um you could give us some guidance in talking to people uh young adults etc and as they ask us for advice in uh, use of these compounds in society they are bad for body and mind if used in excess they can have some therapeutic benefit and as such are a medicine 
but like all medicines, their use must be tempered. And as in most medicines, you do not take them for extended periods. Only until the lesson is learned. But I do not advise them for everyone. You can have the same result. and better Mm. from exposure to divine consciousness through the use of direction of the mind and opening of the heart without medicines but In some cultures, these medicines are highly, are the common way, but they are used in a highly controlled environment dictated by the knowledgeable person, the shaman, who has the spiritual knowledge. Now it is used It is becoming a popular therapeutic tool. But what is the realization of the therapist? It is only being used for the lower development. And it can overtax the mind. There are dangers. But there can be benefits as well but it is best used in the sanctity of ceremony with a person of wisdom guiding. They are not the preferred way because of the, because there are dangers. Mm. 